0: Everybody. Welcome to the show, the Wednesday show I see things a little differently And to be honest with you, I have nothing <laughs> I've just been jotting down some stuff And I know some fans that really like the self-contained entertainment side of it As opposed to the wrestling side are going to be pissed off But like, I just, like, when Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out I will definitely watch that Even though I, I will break my tradition and watch that one episode at a time because right, I really want to see a series it's a it looks like it's a political thriller you know however the one division thing first of all I didn't know this I was, I've been under the impression well they said it it was only six episodes well I guess that's changed and in the editing process what they've done is which is which fits with their narrative is like the, the episodes that I think the first two episodes are only 30 minutes I have not watched a second of it I believe the first two episodes are only 30 minutes, but those are the episodes that are more uh, episode centric as far as like they took, I think it was Dick Van Dyke that was a consultant for it to, to give it the real feel of the the, the, the 40s and 50s type sitcoms. sitcoms. Um, so he broken them up to like 30 minutes, but there's altogether nine episodes and they range from 30 to 40 to 50 to an hour i would assume the last couple episodes are probably gonna be like an hour usually that's how these these streaming shows go the last episode is usually the longest um however i just can't find myself to get excited to watch the first two episodes because this 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 series is based all about manipulation and misdirection and like i've had people so many people sending me um like like 40 or 50 different youtube videos and like hey we think about this there i'm like it's way too early to have a theory like to have a little have to have a full theory because this is about we can have a theory before the show hits that's fine but in a show where it's clear that someone is cuckoo there's someone that's alive that's not supposed to be alive and it's all about misdirection you can't have a genuine like view or picture of what i would say by turning it to episode five or six and it's more time on it then yeah for sure but the first two episodes nah no they're just not you know and I actually don't have any interest in in watching them you know i want to I first of all as i said before i don't buy streaming services to to watch weekly shows i just don't you know um but i will because I have some people complaining, and because I do know by the time we get to March, we're going to be in full gear of live action content. So, you know, you have the flash and everything like that coming back that I watch um, or try to keep up with. And um, it'll just Wednesday shows will come a lot easier as they did before. Um, but yeah, I can't do it. I've, like, I've had people, so many people complaining to me via email in my DMs. Like, say, hey, man, you need to, you need to tell me, you need to, you know, do the first two episodes. Well, I, I just can't do it. And especially since I watched, like, two videos. And, like, hearing the, I, I get it. People need their YouTube revenue. I get it. I do. I do. I do. I do. I just can't care enough because I know it's not anything there yet. You know, Marvel is so brilliant at hiding the stuff they want to hide. You may see a couple of cool Easter eggs here and there. Those are just Easter eggs that probably have nothing to do with the overall scheme of the situation. So, today we will not be talking about that. Today we'll be talking about a plethora of things. We're going to mix entertainment along with wrestling. Um, And I know, like I said, I know you guys aren't going to be happy about the ones that listen to Wednesday show just to be here on Wednesday. So, how I'm going to do it is I'm going to talk about the entertainment side of things first. And so those of you who just strictly like the entertainment show, you'll have your time with that. And then we're going to let the DJ scratch a track and we'll talk about a few things on the wrestling side of things. Um, So, yeah, let's let's get right to it. Um, Charlie Cox, the man who played Daredevil in those three uh, good seasons of it, um, he, he was reportedly seen on the set of Spider Man 3. There's been so much speculation about Charlie Cox, whether he's going to play Matt Murdock as far as Spider-Man's attorney in this or not. Some people have kind of dismissed this, even though the rumors have just continued to ramp up because they feel like there's so many cameos in this already. They feel like it's just another cameo that wouldn't get time. I disagree because in my opinion, here's how I think it's going to go. So when you start off, I think you're going to start off months later in the courtroom. I think it starts in the courtroom and ends in the courtroom. That's where you have your two cameos from Matt Murdock, right? In between is where you have Spider-Man, Peter Parker, MCU Peter Parker, MCU, yeah, let's just say MCU Peter, because technically he's MCU Sony, but let's just say MCU Peter Parker, then trying to... Dodge all these bullets, and we're, once again, we're getting into the Spireverse uh, the, the, to the best of their ability. And Doctor Strange is going to be leading him throughout this entire thing, so that's where Strange's cameo comes in. It doesn't need to be every time; it's just you can have him at the beginning of it, in the middle of it, and at the end of it, helping him get out, you know, of the multiverse. And then you, you're gonna have the the, the Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man. You're gonna have the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That's where you have those cameos. And these cameos, this is this, more than likely this movie's gonna be like two hours and thirty minutes. First of all, for people who think it's not enough time, if they can make a two hour and thirty minute Wonder Woman '84 that was clearly not needed to be a two hour and thirty minute movie, you can make a two hour and thirty minutes Spider-Man movie that is really. If you think about this arc, it's an interesting arc because it's really a three-part uh, part arc. It starts with WandaVision, goes to Spider-Man, and then goes to Doctor Strange. And as we have already know, it, they've had to change it due to COVID because originally WandaVision was going was gonna to go, and then I believe like the month that WandaVision end, ended as a series, two weeks later, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out. And then it was supposed to be Spider-Man. So now Doctor Strange and Spider-Man have reversed, which honestly probably could work better, if we're being honest, just because, think about this, you have Wanda Vision, right? Now Wanda, you don't know where she's gonna be at or where she's gonna end up at at the end of this series, right? Then you go into Spider-Man and you have Doctor Strange trying to get him through this multiverse. And this is where Strange starts seeing, holy crap, I, I, I knew things were going on in the multiverse, but now I'm seeing it myself, and the multiverse is completely crapped out and completely screwed. We need to find a way to fix this, but he can't fix it while he's mentoring Spider Man. And then that's when you have the multiverse and madness. So, this is really a three part story arc um, that I want to say ends with Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, but I mean, it may end Wanda's insanity. But there's going to be a lot of damage done here. And I was telling Jonathan Nestor this the other day, Like the one thing people keep talking about is how Wanda's messing up the world. Technically, Thanos and the Avengers messed the world up prior. There were four snaps of that Infinity Gauntlet. Thanos the first time. Thanos the second time. And then the Avengers did it last two times. So there was four snaps. So we haven't... We really haven't had a chance to see outside of Spider-Man's world how the rest of the world dealt with those snaps and the damage that they caused. So I I, I think it's not too much to jam pack them in because once again I can see Peter Parker being late at the very I can see it being the very end of the of the movie and um, the judge saying Mr. Murdoch, where's your client? And and Peter Parker runs in, you know, and and that's when you have that happen. I can see that you, you know what I'm saying. So. I don't think it's too much to have the, the more the merrier especially since it seems like because once again the rumors have been strong on Charlie Charlie Cox uh, re, re, reprising that role otherwise we haven't heard anything about Luke Coulter I mean Mike Coulter excuse me Luke Cage Mike Coulter or um uh Iron Fist no now there's a new there is a new rumor coming out uh, that Jessica Jones is supposedly supposed to be on She-Hulk and she's supposed to be a client in one episode of Jennifer Walters. So that would be interesting. I, now the, the rumors are starting to ramp up about Kristen Ritter uh, rejoining, even though Kristen Ritter, I, I have not heard this interview personally, but supposedly Kristen Ritter is supposed to, like Seth said, she wasn't really interested in reprising the, uh, the Jessica Jones role. Um, They can always recast her, obviously. I think they're going to throw enough creative enough money at her to say look here we want you to reprise this role we know you're a badass at it boom what we do and she probably just didn't want to i mean if his thing now I remember i made fun of this before a long time ago but when i think about it, marvel's schedule is so jam-packed like if you think about kristen renner's last five years I think, well, let's, let's go back a little bit further. She did the, the, the Don't Talk to the Bee in Apartment 23, which is an underrated show. She's hilarious in that. But then for the next five years, she did season one of Jessica Jones, The Defenders, season two of Jessica Jones, season three of Jessica Jones. So that's four different seasons where she's one of the main characters, if not the main character, and so I can imagine that the the filming schedule is probably brutal. And so she probably just wanted not a break. Like, there's also a rumor that Christopher, uh, uh, not uh, Chris Evans. I was going to say Christopher Evans. That's weird. But Chris Evans has signed on for three different MCU projects. So I think sometimes these these people just need a break from the character, need a break from the schedule. And they, then they can dig their teeth right back into it. We're going to get to Chris Evans' rumors in, in a second. But, um... Yeah, I don't think it's too much for it, it to be a cameo. Because to me, these cameos could probably be 10, maybe 15 minutes of it. If you remember, if you look at things, it's all about what they're cutting and how they're doing it. And I don't think it's a big deal to see Peter Parker in the courtroom and he's going to need a lawyer. And the, probably the most famous lawyer in the Marvel Universe is Matt Murdock. You know, after that, I think Jeff Walters is the only other lawyer. Yeah, so... I don't know. To me it's I don't think that's a big deal. I do I I don't want them to replace any of those 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 people who did those Marvel Daredevils I mean those Marvel Netflix shows. They all were a perfect fit. Iron Fist was obviously the weakest one, but it wasn't because of the acting, it was more because of the storytelling aspect. But you can bring these people in and you and you won't lose a beat. You really will not. So uh, let's hit, let's talk about that Chris Evans thing right now. Since, since we were just talking about, he is apparently in talks for three different MCU projects where it won't be Captain America movies, but it'll be more like he's still a, a feature in a feature role, like how, uh, Robert Downey did the Captain America civil war movie. Um, two of the rumors. One is that he's supposed to supposedly it's just, he's going to fight Wolverine at some point. I was I actually like when I saw this rumor I said all right what's the basis of him fighting Wolverine like we've we keep hearing that we see Easter eggs of places where Wolverines Antimanium Antimanium listen to me Jesus Christ Antimanium um, are are all over the place in the MCU right now and in, in these upcoming shows and movies um, we keep hearing Wolverine 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 um, I me personally obviously Wolverine is one of the most popular characters in He's definitely top five. He, he, Let's see. Spider obviously one. Wolverine's got to be top three. He's got to be pop as, as far as popularity. Um, but I don't know where that came from. I was really, literally just doing my research, and just, just it just says that that's a rumor they want Captain America to fight Wolverine. I'm not even going to go there because I don't know what else you can possibly say to that. You know, because it's kind of just like, all right, that's cool, I guess. The second one is actually more feasible. He would play Hydra Supreme, Hydra Cap. I think that would be freaking awesome. I don't, I, I, I really wish I, I, I could think about what movie I would see this in, but I can see it to where, I would have to think, even though there's no Avengers movies on the horizon, I would have to think he would be the baddie, in one of these Avengers movies where you have the new captain america and sam wilson who's clearly going to be around for a while so uh, i don't i'm assuming bucky as well and you have to think that would throw these two to freak off to see their guy be saying hell hydra and he's like in the hydra supreme outfit um i think that's gotta be one of the things that's an uh, who let's say i know it's just a rumor but if someone just made that up they are they they get the gold medal the gold star because that is a great way to look at this um so to me i don't know what I, I, was, and I was even looking at it i was like i just don't know how they would fit it in to where it gives that character enough fairness you know as far enough time to give it justice excuse me um but i think those two rumors are interesting but like the whole wolverine thing even with um uh thor 4 supposedly storm's supposed to be in there that is random as hell i would i would assume she would be in black panther 2 i wouldn't think of her as being in thor 4 because i I thought thor 4 was going to be in outer space you know speaking of cameos that's another one that's cameo filled like um nebula i can't remember her real name in in real life but the person that plays nebula just cut her hair because she says it was time to go back to work and she says she's in thor 4 which i didn't know but that makes sense because she's technically last time we saw her she's on the ship with the guardians of the galaxy and supposedly the guardians of the galaxy are in the movie as a a matter of fact uh uh, what's his name chris pratt has already been announced for it so the rest of them are going to be in it too um matt damon has also joined the cast of thor for in uh, what role we do not know but um these these are interesting things but like a lot of these things like the reason why i don't talk about them because i don't even know where to go with them you get what i'm saying like i have no clue where to go with them in my thoughts because i'm like all right it's clear they had to throw not just a lot of money but the creative to get christian Bale to come back to a comic books theme right and i'm like all right interesting but then you look at who they have him playing gore the god butcher is a great character so the, the creative i just don't think would be wrong on that but when i look at these other characters and when i look at these other things i just don't get it. like you can't put Wolver- this is not the comic books you can't put wolverine in every story and think that people will just accept it to me i don't know what would be the perfect way to introduce him i would think personally all right let's say, let's let's fantasy book this for just a second i think the perfect way to introduce him if we're going to introduce wolverine is in the multiverse of madness I think it would be him because if you ever read the House of M story, when Wanda changes the entire world, Wolverine instantly remembers that, hey, this isn't real. Because if you remember one of Wolverine's tropes or one of his, uh, yeah, tropes, weaknesses is the fact that he can't remember anything. So the fact that this guy is remembering everything, he knows it's not real immediately. And I can't remember it has been a while since I read the story. I can't. I think he went to Spider-Man first to like kind of say, "Hey, man, dude, this isn't real." Like Gwen Stacy, because in this in that Gwen Stacy was married to Peter, and Peter had the life he's always wanted. Now, for those of you who don't know, Gwen Stacy was technically his first love before Mary Jane. Technically, um, yeah. So I believe it was Wolverine. Immediately knew like you have this. It's like a snap in this new this new world. Wolverine's looking around, and like a page or two in, Wolverine realizes, oh, this is not real. And it takes him a little bit to convince Spider-Man, but once he does, once he convinces Peter, then they go off trying to get everybody else. And then the famous line that is going to be uttered, it's, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to hear that line at some, at some point in time called No More Mutants. We're going to hear that line. Or it could be, what is a mutant? It's going to be three three words that will have mutant at the end. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be just as iconic as that in the story. Um, but to me, that's the only way to do it. I can see Doctor Strange meeting Wolverine and supposedly there's been talks with Hugh Jackman. I can see Hugh Jackman coming back, you know, because what's again, so, like, I don't think he ever wanted to leave. Because before he did Logan, right before Logan came out, he said he wanted to stay in the role. Then all of a sudden it was done. I think after talking with the director he had been with for all three Wolverine movies, he was like, all right, this guy is clearly done. The same way Christian Bale wouldn't come back to the Batman franchise because they wanted a Batman 4, but Christopher Nolan was tired of doing Batman. More on that in a second. We'll get back to Christopher Nolan in a second. Um, I have some thoughts on him. But um, to me, I can see Doctor Strange kind of just going through the multiverse this, and he runs into Wolverine. And him and Wolverine, obviously, it's gonna be some kind of fight because Wolverine has to fight everybody. Wolverine and Batman just have that, that personality; they they just can't meet you and be like, "Hey, shake your hand, boom, boom." Can can we help each other out? It's constantly like, "I'm gonna kill you first, dah, dah, dah. whatever." It's death, anger We we all know that. But um, with Wolverine, I can see him at first fighting because he's trying to figure out what is strange. He's trying to figure out what Strange is doing. Like, why are you here? And Strange is like, well, you're trapped here. I'm trying to get as many people out of this world as possible because this world is not real. And that's where you can incorporate the House of M type of story. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, that's the where you can see the, 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 where Strange can go through the multiverse and see what's real and what's not. And and, and Wolverine can say, hey, how did you get here? And then Wolverine can say, huh, I got here because of this. He's like, wait a second, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't remember this because I didn't notice before, so this can't be real. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, dude, we've had so many movies with Wolverine, that we don't need an origin story. The same way we didn't need an origin story with Super Spider-Man, you know. So, um, I, I'm I'm happy that Chris Evans came comes back. I mean, he's all over the TV doing stuff. He was doing Netflix films. I know he did uh, Apple series so he's been doing a bunch of passion projects so if he's not the main focus of these movies i can see him deciding to take the roles after just like the robert downey jr roles let's hit up uh let's hit up some dc really fast uh batman the anime series is reportedly set for a revival on hbo max i'm interested to see that um i don't know why it would be that is a classic series um i would assume they're gonna bring in kevin conroy to be the voice um i just wanted to mention it because i just think sometimes people are just so desperate for content companies and they're so desperate for eyeballs they think that anything will sell this would need to be somehow better than the original and i don't know if that's possible because if you look at it the way they did the DC anime universe was so, I believe accidental, but so genius at the same time. They did the Batman animated series and they had to get rid of that because of toys in different circumstances and times. But then you advance it by doing the Batman Beyond. Oh my goodness. Like, you, like, I just don't know. Sometimes I think it can be an overuse or a crutch for batman i I don't think this is a good decision but dc has uh been known to not make too many of those james squad ha- uh, james gunn has announced that the suicide squad is almost complete and this is what i mean by uh bad decisions ray fisher who plays cyborg in the justice league films and he played uh cyborg in uh, batman v superman he has gone completely scorched earth and it's beyond that um he had said he would never work with walter uh how was this? What's in the Walter Mahata or the guy who runs Warner Brothers or whatever, or he runs the DC movies? um And they just gave him a new contract. And reportedly, actually, no, it's not reportedly. uh Ray Fisher came out online and said that he, at first, he said he wasn't written out of the Flash film. And then someone said, no, someone, a representative said, no, dude, you have been written out of the Flash film. And he sure enough was written out of the flash film, his cameo spot. Um, and he keeps saying he's gonna come back if uh, another Justice League with Zack Snyder. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think he's coming back. I think he's done his Cyborg. Whatever we see in uh, the Snyder cut is gonna be the last of him. He has gone out of his way for justice, and I respect that. And I guess when he, when you when you're going, you're going hard or are going home? So. I can't say I'm actually, I don't know. He just has gone so hard with this, man. I'm just kind of like, Jesus Christ, dude, you know? Um, But yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, my only thought on it is, look here. I think he's at a point now, once they did the investigation, it clearly wasn't to his satisfaction. Whatever happened behind the scenes, and you know, it is one of those situations where when you work a regular job, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes. A lot of times when you're just one of the workers and you have a gripe with a coworker and you go to your management on them and you didn't have that coworker come out and they're working like nothing's happened. You as the worker believe, hey, they did nothing to him. I need to know what the punishment was because you think you earned that right to know the punishment so then you go to the manager and say hey what's going on we spoke to that person that will stay inside that'll stay internally what what we decided to do with them if you look at it from the perspective of the worker i believe i read a statistic many many years ago i need i would need to look this up again but many many years ago it said it said americans use the term it's not fair air quotes again every 4 to 5 minutes that's a lot of it's not fair now is it not fair that you that you, that you need to know the punishment cuz here's my thing what do what do you expect as punishment right is any punishment going to be to your satisfactory level like like what what, what how do we how do you get out of that you get what i'm saying like to me like when i see certain things and this is where i can can completely understand me being a writer me being a creator sometimes when you're talking to your fans and they say well you should have done this it's like all right but where do i go with the story after that well i don't know but you should have done this like as a creator you're thinking about that next thing always The fan is thinking about what they want in that moment, right? So it's like, are they ever going to truly be happy? I don't know. And to me, that's why I can't remember his name. I'm going to look him up right now, as a matter of fact. The guy who created The Walking Dead. Um, Let's see. Robert Kirkman. He has been vilified a number of times because Invincible and The Walking Dead are probably his two biggest comic books. And he ended both of them on his own terms. Like it wasn't because of low sales or anything. He ended them, like, I think that both, both of my issues 100. And he ended them on his terms of what he wanted to end them. And they were both, I and by the way, for the record, all oh, full disclosure here, I have never read a minute or or read a panel of invincible or a panel of the walking dead i've never seen a second of the walking dead television show i just have no interest in no stories i do know what obviously what the walking dead is about i do obviously no oh, not obvious just because it's not as obvious as the walking dead but i do know what invincible is about i just had no interest um and it's comic book style as far as the drawings don't the artwork uh don't do it for me um but um He clearly did not care because he did things his way. He ended things when he wanted to, and he ended things the way he wanted to. So to me, I think that's the approach that all creators have to take. Like you do things like you do listen to feedback. You do say, oh, that is a good idea. And you can take some stuff. But when you know it's over, you know, it's over. Like, when I ended the Geneva Convention, the Geneva Convention was always meant to be four issues. And, yeah, I changed the creative a bit because of budgetary reasons. Um, the artist that I originally had switched up on me, so but budgetary reasons caused me to switch it up, too. But I remember people, like, when they read issue four, was like, hey, like, you could have continued the story. I was like, I know, but it was always meant to be a four-book arc. So it's like, I don't really want, you know, to do that, you know. Um... But it's one of those things where it's just like, when you know it's done, you know it's done. So I think on that term with the worker, you're not always entitled to knowing what that person's punishment is. Because guess what? You still may say, that's it? Well, yeah, what do you want? If Because if that person went to us about you, would you want them to be fired? Is, is firing them good enough? Sometimes you just need an ego boost, and that's where you put this trap put this pressure on. So from the manager position, yeah, it's really none of your business what we said to this person in this meeting. You came to us with an issue; it's gonna be solved. If this issue continues from this person's you no know, perspective, then we gotta talk again. And if we gotta talk again, then we have to then think about advancing that punishment, you know, or, or leveling up on that punishment. So I, I think when he whatever happened and behind those closed doors, which we'll never know wasn't sufficient enough for ray fisher and also at the same time i'm pretty sure other people in the industry was like hey he's probably lying or whatever even though ben affleck has said oh it was a terrible experience working on justice league without Zack snyder uh gal Gadot said that scene where wonder woman and you know it's funny i remember it's a scene where wonder woman say uh Flash and Wonder Woman fall to the ground and Flash is on top of Wonder Woman and you see Diana's head turn to the left and all of a sudden Flash gets up and he's all steamy or whatever and then you have uh, Gal Gadot look up and she's like, you know, because he obviously had a crush on her or whatever in the movie. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, that just looks weird. And it wasn't that the, I thought the scene was unnecessary. It fit in with the humor of that movie. It was one of those things where the scene, like you can tell it's not Gal Gadot. Like, cause the the double was that bad, you know. The, the, I think it was more of the wig that they had to the double that they had a the double wearing. It was like it was clearly not her, you know. And it felt like it was more of. This is gonna sound like a shot, and it's not a shot. It felt like it was more of a CW double than a multi-million-dollar Warner Brothers budget double. So, anyways, um, he's gone scorched earth. <sighs> I'm all for it. Look at her. He's, he has gone so far. It's clear he's probably never going to work on another Warner Brothers film again. He's never going to be in Justice League again. Or play this character again. And this character is so freaking good. Cyborg is such a good, c- complex, fun character. Um, But he won't be playing him again. But look here, at this point he has to stand by his morals. He has to stand by you know, what he feels is right and wrong. But... If he thinks he's gonna ever know what happens behind closed doors in those meetings, he's not. We we very rarely get to, I had to learn that myself at a job. You know, I remember I got in with someone I thought I was doing the right thing and I just went to say, hey, let me go to this guy. I went to that guy first. Guy kind of blew me off, said F off, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So now I gotta go to management, right? Because it, it was getting to the point where it was legitimately getting to beef, not work. It was getting to beef, like it was pouring out into the street. And so all of a sudden this dude just come out and he's chilling. I remember I approached my boss and at the time I, I, I had a conversation with the boss and he said, dude, you don't have that stripe yet to be in those meetings. Like you're not there yet. You're just a worker. And he was like, look here, it's handled. And if it's not handled, you come back to me, but not for nothing petty. You come back to me with the same serious things you, you said, it will get taken care of. Sure enough, I never had to because me and that person just never spoke again. And we worked together for another, I think, year before I switched to a different shift, voluntarily, because I need I needed to personal reasons. But I remember we didn't speak again. Like, he didn't even look my way. And there was never any reason for me to look his. So, um, sometimes you just gotta let these things play out. But I don't know what he wants. I don't know what kind of justice he wants. Um, but it's clear he's out for a specific thing. And I just don't know if he's gonna get it. So... Anyways, those are the topics I chose to talk about this week. And you know what? This episode has gone over 30 minutes. I thought this episode was going to be like 10 minutes. But since I went into some detail, I guess, we don't need to have wrestling. You guys get your entire entertainment show this week. How about that? Um. Anyways, uh, check me out on Monday. Also, check out the new issue of Messina. It's on Google Play right now in Google Play Books. Just type in Messina, A. M A S I N A. It's the name of the issue is called Aftermath. It's actually doing really, really well. I want to thank everyone who has uh, decided to buy that. I will also ask you if you did buy it, give me a review. I have something special for everybody who buys it in the month of month of January. You will get something special uh, at the end of February. So uh, stay real, stay good, and I will see you guys on Monday. That is a show for this week.